Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hey everyone and welcome back. Today's episode is a solo one. I feel like I haven't recorded a podcast in ages because the last two episodes were ones with a guest and they were pre-recorded so it feels like a while since I've sat down for some reason but here I am. I'm going to do a solo episode today and I'm really excited to chat about this topic because I'm going to be talking all about taking action and stopping procrastination and I think this is a topic that we can all relate to. I know I've struggled a lot with procrastination and I'm not going to lie, I kind of did procrastinate with even recording this podcast because when I record my episodes, I really like to make sure I'm feeling passionate about the topic and I really like to record in the moment when I really feel inspired and want to talk about something. And to be quite honest, I was feeling a little bit funny the last few days. My energy just wasn't right. I was quite tired from the weekend. So I just thought I'm going to wait to record the episode until my energy is right. And today I'm feeling so much better. So I'm planning on recording, editing and posting this episode today. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Just know that literally a few hours before you were listening to it, if you're listening to it on the day that I post it, that I was recording it. So yeah, we're going to be talking about procrastination and taking action. I feel like if you guys are into listening to self-development podcasts like me, then you will have heard the saying taking action so, so much because it's something that is so important, especially when you're trying to achieve your goals. So we're going to be dedicating a whole podcast to this. I'm going to be talking about what action means, why action is so important. Then we're going to discuss why we don't actually 
actually take action. And then I'm going to move on to talking about how to avoid procrastination and how we can avoid not taking action. So I feel like this should be an inspiring episode for you guys. I know that when I do the research for these episodes, it inspires me so, so much. I literally love doing these solo episodes because I just get some time to sit down and dive deep into a topic that genuinely interests me and I learn a lot and then I can share it with you guys. So buckle up because I feel like this is going to be quite a long episode where I'm just going to be chatting all about my thoughts. Since this is a solo episode, I thought we could chat a little bit about what's been inspiring you guys. So I asked you on the Inspired Mind podcast Instagram what's been inspiring you and you sent in quite a few responses. So I thought we could discuss that to start off with and then I'll move on to chatting about what's been inspiring me. Okay, so Olivia said that what's been inspiring her is the fact that the sun has been coming up early and it's really given her motivation in the morning. And I totally agree. It's honestly so nice to wake up with the sun already up. It makes you feel so awake and ready to start the day. I know it's not like this everywhere in the world, especially if you're overseas. Maybe if you live on the other side of the world in the other hemisphere, you might not be able to relate right now. I'm not sure. But in Sydney in particular, the sun is coming up at like 5.38. So I'll set my alarm at 5am and by the time I come upstairs after I've made my coffee, the sun is pretty much up and it's so nice. I get to watch the sunrise from my bed and it really is inspiring just to like see the sun come up and it's very motivating and it really makes you want to get out of bed because the sun's up so early. So make the most of that because I know the clocks are going to be changing in I think about a week or something. So that means we're going to have an extra hour of darkness in the morning, but it's also a plus at the same time because it means it's going to be lighter later in the evening. So it probably won't get dark until about 7 p.m. instead of 6 p.m., but it means that the sun is going to be coming up at more like 6, 6.30 instead of 5.30. So yeah, make the most of it if you guys are an early riser or if you want to become an early riser, make the most of it throughout the next few days because the sun is coming up so early right now and yeah, it's not going to be forever. Next up, Flora sent in two things I've been inspiring her. So first of all, she said the future and the fact that she's only got three months left of her bachelor degree and she said that she's really excited, which she definitely should be. That is so exciting to be finally done and get to move on to the next chapter. But I'm sure that will be an amazing chapter that you'll get to look back on. But I can imagine you're very excited. And she also said that she's been inspired by recently becoming single after a five-year relationship. She said, time and energy into me now, self-love is inspiring. And I love that. I really wanted to include this one because I think That is just amazing and such a positive outlook on that situation. So good for you, Flora. I think that's so exciting that you're finishing a bachelor degree and the fact that you've managed to put a spin on a situation and find the positive in it. And you're so right. I think self-love is amazing and it sounds like exciting things are coming your way. So good for you. You should be very proud of yourself. And yeah, I love that that's been inspiring you. So Ali said a song that she has written and recorded has been inspiring her. She said that she's releasing the song next week and she's donating all of the profits to the Breast Cancer Foundation. I think that is honestly amazing and you guys should go and check out Ali. Her Instagram is Ali underscore lamb underscore. Her song is going to be out very soon at this point. So congratulations, Ali. That is so exciting and you should be very proud of yourself and good for you for donating to such a good 
cause. I think that's amazing and such a nice thing to do. And it's very inspiring to me as well. So you guys should go and check out Ali and show her some support because she is supporting such an amazing cause. And the last one was actually sent in by my friend, Jesse, And I really wanted to read it out because it's also the thing that I wanted to talk about for what's been inspiring me this week. So Jessie said that her Apple Watch has been inspiring her and that has been inspiring me so much as well. She's kind of got me into it, if I'm totally honest. I've had my Apple Watch for a little while, but Jessie only just got hers very recently. And seeing her excitement about it has kind of reignited mine. So she said that closing the rings is the most satisfying thing ever. And I so agree. And also the thing that's been really inspiring me is the fact that you can actually add people on to the fitness app that connects up to your Apple Watch. So then you can see how your friends are tracking with their rings for the day as well. So if you guys aren't familiar with an Apple Watch, basically you have three rings. You have one for your exercise, I believe, one for movement and one for standing. So overall, you want to just fill all of your rings so you can completely personalize your goals. So you can set a benchmark that you want to reach every single day. And then you want to try and reach that. And then once you have, your rings will be complete. So it's the most satisfying thing when you've managed to fill all of your rings. And it's really cool to see your friends completing them as well. It really motivates you to keep going, especially since Jesse and I go to the gym together. It's really motivating. So I'll get little notifications to say that Jessie's completed her rings and she'll get the same for me. I've been honestly wearing it non-stop lately even though I've had it for a few months only recently I've got really into it and it's been really great when I've been doing my workouts because I'll look down at my watch and check out my heart rate and then I'm going to try and keep my heart rate up because obviously getting a better workout if you can keep your heart rate nice and high so it's really good to be able to keep an eye on those things and then also I'll get notifications throughout the day that tell me to stand and breathe and move and it just keeps me accountable and much more intentional with what I'm doing. So that's all I have to say for today on what's been inspiring me and what's been inspiring you guys. Now let's get into today's topic. So as I said before, we're going to be talking all about taking action and stopping procrastination. So before we start talking about this, I want you guys to stop and have a think about maybe what you're currently trying to procrastinate. Just have a think because maybe this podcast episode will resonate with you a lot more if you've got that idea in mind or even just think about what goal you're trying to achieve and then just apply these things I'm saying to that specific thing. So maybe actually you're trying to adapt a new habit or you're trying to reach a goal. Just have a think about that and yeah, we'll get into the topic. So let's first of all talk about what actually is action because this is a word that's thrown around quite a lot and I love this word. I think it is so, so powerful. So basically action is the act of doing rather than just thinking and pondering over the idea of doing it. So really, we only make progress and change only happens when we actually make action. So that's when we're physically doing something. It's all well and good planning things. And don't get me wrong, I love a good planning session. And it's really good to think about how you're going to do stuff and do the research. But sometimes you just have to start because 
you learn more from actually taking action and doing the things that you actually need to do. It's all well and good talking about what you have to get done, but if you're the type of person who actually follows through with those things, then you're going to be the type of person who makes change and achieves their goals. At the end of the day, we're not rewarded for what we know, but we're rewarded for what we do. And I think that's a really important thing to remember. And I do agree that knowledge is power and I love learning. You guys know I love listening to self-help books. I love listening to podcasts and I really enjoy consuming content that's going to better my life. But then I actually like to take all of that knowledge and try and apply it in my life. This is something that I'm constantly having to think about and learn and be very intentional with. But sometimes you just need a reminder and I wanted to be a reminder for you guys today. So that's pretty much what my definition of action is. It's just doing rather than thinking. Now let's talk about why taking action is so important. So I think it is the most important way to learn just because that's when you're physically doing something. I think you can learn the theories and spend a lot of time doing that and it's really good to prepare you for a situation, but you don't actually know how you're going to handle something until you do it. And a lot of the time people are afraid to take action because they don't want to fail or maybe they're actually scared to succeed. But really we aren't going to learn if we don't take that step forward and actually do the action. So from doing my research, I saw quite a few people say that about 90% of your time should be spent taking action and 10% should be spent learning the theory. And obviously this does differ for each person and you can't take this too literally, but I do think it is very important to be intentional with your time and think about where it's going because I know sometimes I can spend so long preparing and planning and I think it is very good to have a plan but you need to take action and actually start with that plan you know what I mean you need to just do it not spend so much time thinking about it so for example you're not going to get fitter at the gym if you spend most of your time sitting around and thinking about the theory and how you're going to get to the gym what you're going to do at the gym that's not really going to get you fitter but if you're actually at the gym doing it and learning and taking action failing or succeeding that's when you're going to be growing and learning. So I think it's important to think about this and it can apply to so many things. And I know that I have to catch myself out sometimes to be like, wait, could I be taking action on this? Or am I just like finding ways to procrastinate on that idea because I'm scared of starting it? I hope that makes sense. And I'm really sorry that I keep saying the same word over and over in this episode, but that's just because that's what this podcast episode is about. But another reason that I think it's really important is because it's a step that moves us out of our comfort zone. When we sit back and prepare ourselves too much, we're just sitting in our comfort zone and we're not making ourselves uncomfortable. And like I've said before in previous episodes, when you feel uncomfortable, that's actually when you're having the most growth. And Farah, I really need to practice what I preach because when I feel uncomfortable, I hate that feeling, but I have to remind myself that it is when you're growing the most and you're going to look back at that moment and be like, wow, that was such a small thing in the grand scheme of things, even though at the time it feels huge. So you just got to learn to take that first step and then you'll gain the momentum after that and it becomes so much easier. And then the more you repeat that action, the more comfortable it will feel and the more natural it will become. And you'll look back and be like, oh wow, I can't believe that was ever uncomfortable. But if you never start, 
you'll never create that habit or you'll never get closer to that goal. I guess you could compare action to a muscle. When you train it, it becomes stronger. So you just have to kind of rewire your brain and retrain yourself to do it and not overthink. I think that's the thing. A lot of us overthink and we do too much of that and that's what stops us. So we have to catch ourselves out and take a step back and know just to do. And also I think consistency is so much more valuable over intensity and it's so much more sustainable. So I think if you're trying to adapt a new habit or a new goal, I think doing those steps each day and building up to it really slowly is a much more sustainable way of doing it instead of just having one day where you do things all of a sudden when you're feeling motivated and inspired and then burning yourself out. I think you have to be really aware of that. You have to remember that a small action every single day can really build up to something bigger and you'll gain the momentum and it will slowly become a habit and something that you won't even have to second guess. But I think making small achievable goals and building up to something bigger is a really good way to start. What I always like to remind myself is you're only really making a commitment to yourself and you're the only person who can follow through with the promises that you make for yourself. And you know yourself, you know what you're capable of and you know that you can do it. So really it's down to your mindset and it's really nice to remember that the ball is in your court at the end of the day. You don't need to rely on anyone else for things to happen it's all in your hands. I often have to remind myself that and be like, Ella, you are making the commitment to yourself, not to anyone else, but to yourself. And if you don't follow through with this, you're letting down yourself, not anyone else. And I feel like that's almost worse and makes me follow through with it even more because I know that my future self will be so grateful if I do follow through with the thing that I'd set out for myself. And don't get me wrong, I don't think you always have to be taking action and striving high. I think you can have so much fulfillment in the present moment and you don't have to be doing really anything. I think action can mean really small things. It doesn't mean doing anything really drastic. Like I said before, it doesn't have to be something really intense. It could literally just be getting out of bed and making your bed. And it's just doing the things every single day that you know you should do to be a functioning human being. So you should be eating food every single day and looking after your body. That is an action that we have to take. But obviously you can go above and beyond and it applies to so many things. But I just wanted to remind you guys that because I know sometimes when you can listen to these talks, it can be a little bit overwhelming and you can feel like, oh my gosh, I need to go and do things right now. But I think it's also important to be kind to yourself, but just have a think about like where you're spending your time and if you're happy with where your time is going, because if you're not really happy with what you're achieving, then maybe take a step back and think about, oh, am I applying enough action? And like I said before, action doesn't have to be anything crazy. It can be the small things as long as you're moving forward. But anyway, now I want to talk about why we don't follow through with our action. So one thing that I thought of was fear. And I've kind of talked about this a little bit before, but I actually heard somewhere that as humans, the only reason we do things is either because of fear or love. And if you actually think about this, I think it's really true. Like it applies to a lot of things. Like your action in your life only happens because of fear or love. I don't know. It's really something to think about. But I think that love gets us doing things. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. But fear holds us back. So you can be fearful of failure or fearful of success. So you just have to be very aware of that and try and find comfort in that feeling of fearfulness. One thing that you can actually do is become a lot more mindful and practice things like meditation and breath work. I feel like fear starts from a thought and then that thought creates a feeling and then that feeling makes you act a certain way and stops you from doing things. So if you can think less and be way more present and in your body and just way more like here and not in your head, that can really stop you from being so fearful. So it's definitely something to think about. If you guys have never practiced meditation or breath work, I really recommend downloading an app and doing a guided one. For breath work, the Wim Hof method is amazing. I always do this and it just really brings me back into my body and calms me down, calms down my nervous system. And then once I'm feeling so much more calm, I'm way more likely to just do things and not think about it. So that's one reason that I thought of. And another one is that we just love being in our comfort zone. I mean, we all do really, don't we? But we just have to learn to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations that don't always feel pleasant, but just acknowledge them, know that we're going to grow from those situations and know that they're not always going to be uncomfortable. I think that is something that I've talked about quite a lot in this episode, but I really want to emphasize that. And the next reason is because we don't take action quick enough. I think this is a really big one. I don't know about you guys, but often I'll get really inspired and motivated to do something and I'll be like, oh, I'll just do that later. You know, I'll I'll do this thing first and I'll put that to the side and kind of make an excuse to not do it. But then when it actually comes around to it, I don't want to do that thing anymore. I've lost the spark. I've lost the inspiration. And then that thing will never get done. I actually read a book a few years ago called Big Magic. I don't think I ever finished it. I need to finish that book. But I remember the author was talking about how we have lots of hidden jewels inside of us and we just kind of need to uncover them and everyone has potential and ideas. And when we have an idea, we need to act upon it because if we don't, someone else will and I know this has happened to me the amount of times I've had a video idea or just an idea and then I've been like oh I'll do that like later and then somebody else does it and I'm like oh my gosh I should have done that 
when I said I was going to do it because now somebody else has had that idea. I just think that's the nature of life. But in order to stop that from happening, you need to take action quickly and get on that idea because that spark doesn't always last. You're not always feeling inspired. You need to really make the most of that because yeah, if you wait around too long, then your limiting beliefs will also have time to creep in. And we don't like limiting beliefs because they will stop you from doing all sorts of amazing things and it will stop you from making the first step. Another reason is because the current you doesn't really align with the future you and what you're striving for. I know that when you have really big goals and somewhere that you want to be and it seems really out of reach, sometimes it's really hard to make the first step because you just can't imagine yourself doing those things. So a really good tool for this is to visualize and just think of the big picture like you're already there. You can create a vision board, listen to affirmations or subliminal messages on YouTube and this will really help you come to terms with the idea that you can have those things because you will think that you already have those things because that's how visualization works. You have to imagine that you have that thing that you want already and then you have to attach a feeling to that thought like you've already had it and you'll get this like really nice gratitude feeling and it's it's really nice honestly if you just spend some time sitting there visualizing where you want to be but like at the same time pretend you already have it and you'll be amazed at how much of a difference that can make because then it will change your actions in your everyday life and it will align with where you want to go because you know you've got that goal in mind and you're subconsciously going to be taking steps in your everyday life to get closer to that goal. But I think visualization is such a powerful tool that we can use when we're trying to achieve something and it can really encourage us to take the action. Another reason that we never start doing something is because we don't think it's the right time, but in reality, there's never really a right time. The best time is now when you're thinking about it, you're thinking about it for a reason, it's been brought in to your consciousness for a reason. That's what I believe anyway. So I think you need to start then and there and then you've got to take small steps every day to get you closer to the bigger picture. And then the last thing that I've written down in my notes for why we don't follow through with action is procrastination. And oh my gosh, Oh, procrastination is something that is so hard to beat sometimes. And I think this is the biggest reason for us not getting things done. And I think it's just because we find something too overwhelming. So then we create mental resistance and mental blocks and just try to create any excuse not to get things done. So let's talk a little bit about procrastination and how we can avoid it because it's something we've all dealt with maybe in different areas, but I'm sure we can all relate and we can all admit that we have suffered with procrastination. So the first thing that I think you can do to avoid it is break your workload into little steps or just break down anything that you want to do into steps. So often we can feel really overwhelmed by the big picture and be like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get there? But if we really break it down and just see how one little step can move us to the next one, that can really, really help. I also think creating a timeline with specific dates can be really helpful. I know this doesn't work for everyone, but for me, I really like to have dates for certain things. Sometimes when I'm trying to manifest stuff, I don't actually like to have dates in mind just because I like to, you know, let the universe do its thing and just trust that things are going to happen in time as long as I'm taking action and doing my visualization and things like that. 
But when it comes to like work, I really like to set myself deadlines, especially since I work for myself, because I know that most likely I won't get things done otherwise. So I think it can be really important to be self-disciplined with yourself and put that timeline in place. And then another thing is to get rid of distractions around you. Oh my gosh, I get so distracted by my phone and I have had to put my phone like on the other side of the room at some points or put my phone on airplane mode. And I'm just very intentional with when I'm on my phone these days. And since I work for myself and work on social media, that can be quite hard. But I think, again, you have to be quite self-disciplined and know that it can be quite distracting and it can disrupt you from reaching your goals, especially when you're on social media, because there's so many things influencing you and influencing your decisions. And it's so easy to get distracted and like be looking at other people's lives and it can confuse you and make you forget what your own goal is and it can make you forget what action you need to take in your own life because you're influenced by what other people are doing so I think sometimes putting your phone away and just being very strict with when you can actually look at it will really help you so even though I think social media can be something that stops you from taking action and makes you procrastinate I do think socializing in person can be something that actually helps you because when you spend time with people who inspire you and understand you you, it can really help you because then they can hold you accountable. So I think it's really great to tell people your goals sometimes because then it makes it that much more real and then they'll ask you about it when you see them. And it's not only yourself holding you accountable, then it's somebody else as well. So I think spending time with people who uplift you and inspire you can be an amazing thing and can really help you take action, especially when you tell them your goals. It just makes it that much more real. So that's something that you could consider. Another thing that can help is to remind yourself of your why and where you're trying to go and why you're trying to do that thing in the first place. Having an intention and a why for everything in your life just makes things so much more meaningful and can make you so much more motivated to do things. So I think that's something that we should all stop and question sometimes, just question why we're doing things. Another thing to avoid is being a perfectionist. I think being a perfectionist can be very detrimental sometimes. Obviously, it means when you get your work done, you get it done really, really well. But you do self-sabotage yourself a lot along the way because you're not happy with the process and it takes a lot longer to get things done. I think it's great to have high expectations of yourself and strive high, but just know where to draw the line because if it means that you're never getting stuff done, maybe it's not worth being a complete perfectionist. I really stand by the saying progress over perfection. I think you can be a lot more productive by just making progress than being a perfectionist. And I think over time, just by making little bits of progress, you're going to perfect that thing anyway. So why not just, you know, start off by doing lots of little bits of progress instead of trying to be perfect the first time. So this next tip is an interesting one and it's called the two minute rule. And this just makes so much sense. When I was doing my research, I came across this. I was like, I have to include this tip and I'm not going to lie. I haven't applied this into my own life yet, but I am so going to do it. My friend actually did tell me about this, but I didn't know that it was like a rule that people knew about. I thought it was just something that he made up, but he told me that if he can't get something done within two minutes, then maybe he won't do it. But if there's a task that he knows he needs to get done and he can do it within two minutes, he will do it whether he's tired or not. And I remember that really stuck with me. And I was like, wow, that's so true. It's just things like putting something in the dishwasher instead of leaving your bowl out. If it takes less than two minutes, 
do it. So it's apparently a very official rule. And I think it was created by either David Allen or James Clear. Apparently, they both talk about it in their books. David Allen has a book called Getting Things Done. And James Clear has a book called Atomic Habits. I really need to read both of them. But apparently, they talk a lot about the two-minute rule. So you're probably wondering what this two-minute rule is. So basically, the idea is that it's a lot easier to get things done when we're feeling motivated. And when we have that initial motivation, it doesn't really take much to start because we're so excited about it. So for example, when we're just getting into the gym, usually when you're starting off, it doesn't take that much to get there. Sometimes it does, but you know, when you're excited about something, it's easier to get started. But then when you get comfortable and you know what's coming, sometimes it can be harder to take that first step. So the two minute rule is a trick to help retrain your brain into thinking that the task that you have to do isn't that hard. So the idea is to break down your goal or your habit that you want to achieve and put it into a two minute version. So for example, if you wanna create the habit of reading a book, then maybe start off by just reading one page in two minutes and more likely than not, you'll gain the momentum and want to keep reading. But if you don't, that's okay. Then just close the book, but just promise yourself that you're going to do that every single day so you can form a habit. So pretty much the two minute rule is there to help you establish a habit a lot easier because sometimes it can be quite overwhelming when we want to do something and it's a big commitment because going to the gym all of a sudden when you've never never been to the gym before can seem very daunting and like a big commitment because it is an hour out of your day or so and you know you have to change up your routine so if you can break it up into small more manageable steps it can be a lot more achievable and like I said before you're likely to gain momentum and get things done so definitely go and check out the books Getting Things Done by David Allen and James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. I'll link them in the show notes, but they sound like they're worth a read and I'm definitely going to read them myself. And my last tip to avoid procrastination and to take action is to not think and just do. I think it's so important to sometimes stop over strategizing and planning what you're doing and you just need to remember to draw the line somewhere and just start. I hope this podcast has given you guys the motivation to make maybe do that thing. And I hope that maybe it applied to whatever that thing was that you thought about at the start of the episode that I told you to think about. It isn't something that always comes easy to us. And sometimes we do need a reminder to take action and just be intentional with our time. So I hope this podcast episode was maybe that reminder for you guys, but I really want to end it off with some quotes that inspire me and hopefully will inspire you guys as well. So they're very relevant to this whole podcast episode. So the first one is do something today that your future self will thank you for. I tell myself this all the time. I talked earlier on in the episode about how when you don't follow through with something, the only person you're letting down is yourself. And this quote really applies to that. And I always remind myself when I don't want to do something that my future self will thank me for doing it now because 
Sometimes there's just those tasks that you're never going to want to do and there's never going to be a right time to do it. And just be kind to yourself and do it then and there because your future self won't be very happy if you keep procrastinating that task and letting it linger on for a while because it's not going to necessarily get easier if you push that task back. You might as well do it straight away and your future self will thank you. I really like that saying. It's something I remind myself and I think you guys should too. And the next quote that I wanted to share is the momentum of continuous action fuels motivation while procrastination kills motivation and this is by Steve Pavlina I think it is and I think this is so true when you continue to take action you will build that momentum and it will fuel your motivation to keep going so it's just a reminder for us to do that and to not procrastinate because that will kill our motivation So that's that quote. And then the final one that I wanted to share is start where you are, use what you have and do what you can. And this is by Arthur Ashe. Ashe? Oh my goodness. You guys know I'm so bad with this uh, pronouncing names, but I just think this is a really nice reminder for everyone just to start where they are, no matter what situation they're in because you know we're all in different situations and we don't have to be the best at something to start we don't have to have the most money to start something and we don't have to be the most educated to start something I think it's really refreshing to remember that we can do anything if we set our mind to it it doesn't matter who we are and where we are in our life if you just start now then you can do it So I hope you guys liked those quotes. I really liked them. And I hope this podcast episode inspired you to do those things that maybe you've been putting off. If you guys would like to let me know what you've been trying to take action on lately or what you've been procrastinating, let me know by sending me a DM. I would absolutely love to hear from you guys. I really do love hearing your feedback. It means so much to me. So thank you to everyone who shares my podcast on their Instagram stories. That really helps push it out there and I just love seeing it. It makes it feel so nice and really real because I guess we don't have comment sections so I can't really interact with you guys. So hearing from you either via an Instagram story or if you send me a DM is really, really nice. It would also be really amazing if you guys could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you have the time that really helps push my podcast out there and it's also really nice to hear from you guys. But if you want to see or hear more from me, then you can go and check out my personal Instagram, which is just Ella underscore Victoria with two A's or my YouTube channel, which is Ella Victoria. I upload weekly on there as well. So there's very frequent content. And then we also have an Instagram for this podcast, which is just called the Inspired Mind Podcast. But again, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and it inspired you and I'll speak to you guys in my next one. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.